0: Uh, I saw Brillianson today tweeted a funny thing called it was a nerd fake nerd girl detector. <laughs>
1: fake nerd girl? Mm-hmm. Detector. Okay, I thought it was like a fake, fake nerd detector for girls. Yes, no. so That's uh, how for,
0: to How to detect a fake nerd girl.
1: Are we still recording? We are recording. I, did you see Night of Too Many Stars? Nah, I never watched those. Cause, no, I, uh, well, just Bill Burr had a bit about like. Bill Burr's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I can't do a celebrity like, nerds had some shame. I like, but that's what happens when you get rid of bullying. Nerds' natural predator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up, up, and away. Um, it's Cape Crisis. A pretty good Bill Burr impression. Hey, I everybody. Congratulate me.
0: I don't watch that uh, because the. Charity? No, the. Gay kids with <laughs> autism. <laughs> it's the. Uh, yeah, this is a stupid complaint, but the performers are too loose on it. I don't I don't want to watch them goofing around. Did
1: you see they had uh uh the hardball Chris Matthews guy debate Bill O'Reilly as they were inhaling helium? Like <laughs> having no, a legitimate I... debate. No, I didn't <laughs> seriously think about it. It's fucking it was awesome.
0: I saw them I, I remember the one time I watched it, it made no sense where it was like it was a fake talk show. I forget who the fake talk show host was, but then they had uh, Christopher Imperioli on As Christopher He was in the Christopher yes, character
1: I saw that And
0: then out comes Macaulay Culkin And this is during uh, The Michael Jackson trial And so they Asked Macaulay Like basically <laughs> this is the only time I've ever seen Macaulay Like joke around uh, Be involved in Jokes about Michael Jackson Molesting him Yeah, basically Christopher asked him Like, come on Michael Jackson molested you, right? Yeah, they come never on. showed His
1: face in 92 That kid's face was always blurred It's Macaulay or Kieran, I, I can't mm, remember.
0: Kieran was a little younger I think, than I probably The main it. thing I remember about the that, Japanese beer? Night <laughs> yeah. of Too Many Stars. Kieran Coughlin from Igby Goes Down. Come that
1: on. Night of Too Many Stars thing. And I'm only mentioning it because I do it a lot without realizing it because I thought it was funny at the time. And it's never been repeated and it's not on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It was Jack Black singing about all the things currently on Broadway. <laughs> and he didn't know anything about Broadway. So he just sang the words Aida not knowing what that. I, I don't know what this is. And then he's like, "I worked my whole life to be less miserables and like m- <laughs> moved on." And so I always refer, like, I saw the trailer. I'm like, "Oh, less miserables and like everybody." I'm not actually an idiot. I'm referencing right. something. Right. Yeah. Well, t-
0: we saw Cloud Atlas when there was a trailer for Lady. God, Man's. it looks I stupid. Just, I grabbed Charlie's shoulders like. Yeah. I, I actually saw that. did. I turned I over that. to
1: look at you and like. <laughs> Man, I, I did too, actually. The, your face is like. <laughs> just wide open, yeah, wide eyed. Like, it was like an emoticon upside down D for a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, were very happy because
2: before I, that was a trailer for The Hobbit, and everyone was like, "I oh got my, excited for that!" Oh my god! Too. god. And then up, ne- up next here's Anne Hathaway singing about sadness or
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> I did get I did get excited when the new Hobbit trailer came on too. It was I, I was the excited. Hobbit,
1: the Hobbit, co- but fo- falls seriously, under culture of Cape Crisis doesn't it? Yes.
0: yes. Now what about Hibbit? <laughs> All right, wait. We should introduce ourselves. Hey, everybody. Trade it back and forth.
1: The Hobbit Sports Store. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the Hibbit, the Hobbit, the Hibbit, the Hobbit. The Hibbit, the, Hibbit, the hip, 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 stop, and you don't stop. Did, did that work? the bang, bang. Did you guys have the jump, Sports jump, Store jump, the Hibbit? The no, no. Oh, sweetie. No. No. Damn it. We did have Hobbit Hoagies, guys. which used the uh, Rankin Bass. Will you guys talk about comic guys. books, guys?
0: We should introduce ourselves in case you're a new listener who is not, who's <laughs> somehow stuck around through all
2: that. <laughs> Impossible.
0: Uh, this is your host, Henry Gilbert, H E N E R A Y G, on Twitter. I'll let you. It's your show. Uh, and I'm here with regular old co host, Christopher Cantista. <laughs> Cantista.
1: In your face, all over the place. Did that work?
0: And then one of my favorite cool. guest stars is back again,
2: talking it up on the old
1: Yak, yak Box. box. Simpsons just
2: ruined their life <laughs> Brett Elston yes uh, Brelston you spelled like it sounds mm-hmm. alright I don't
1: have to tell you uh, okay wait so can we go back to the Hobbit first yeah, yeah. it's three movies which I think could be a Stretching bit excessive it.
0: Stretching it's a bit greedy but at what uh, point do
2: they kill Smaug in like number three no No shit like really yeah uh, when does that happen well like, I'm more concerned <laughs> they're
1: gonna delay it till three what the f- like come on yeah. I want to uh, say
2: Benedict Cumberdink or maybe whatever his name is. the, <laughs> uh, the
1: some of the... Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. That Harry Potter... Seven, one, and two debacle. Uh-huh. I thought number one was the worst movie I've ever seen, <laughs> and number two is all and like it just starts and yeah. it's it's a giant crescendo that never stops. Well, to be honest, I in love that part two, so mm-hmm. maybe that's what part three. The hot it would be. Could you imagine if it's all the smog fight? Well, that's come on, true. it's
0: got to have forty-five minutes of saying goodbye to people.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> or,
1: that's okay. the easy
2: out, Henry. The easy out. Come on, or It like was a, a really long ending. Though. It was. It was also God. ten
1: years ago. So get over it. <laughs> Stop it. It was a uh, award they could have. You're right, uh, it was a lot no, of wait, you... two towers
2: was ten years
1: ago. You're right; it was nine and a half years ago. Great. Hey, hey look, if you're gonna call anybody, it should be the date master.
2: I'm just saying. Like, uh, uh, look, I'll make the accurate date jokes. Thank you very okay, much. Uh, if see, you want to specify, see. please understand that I already know. <laughs> okay, but wait, what were you saying about the
1: Hobbit? <laughs> that I had read the Hobbit. I I love the Hobbit cartoon. Uh-huh. And uh, I've watched Lord of the Rings, loved it, and, like, oh, right from Fellowship, I'm going to wait to read the books so I can have the movies as a pure experience. Yeah. And then I'm going to go read the books and get all the backstory. And the amount of shit that the book negates about the Hobbit that <laughs> yes. calls Bilbo a liar, uh-huh. I don't know if they're going to be able to get away with it. It changes the character who Gollum is for mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings from what he is in The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Where he's so he's weird. just he's a happy-go-lucky guy who gets tricked a little but Bilbo's a liar and a thief well, and wrote he, it differently in the book. He
0: re well, Tolkien rewrote some of the Hobbit after in fact. Like there's a different version mm. of it. Yeah.
1: But You can do that?
0: Well, obviously that was the big deal in this most recent trailer was Here's why, so why does why does this George Lucas first... get
1: so much shit then?
0: Hey, I'll give Tolkien shit. He's he's a bad writer. Like <laughs> he's great at crafting a world, but as and the Hobbit is actually very readable, but like right. Lord yes. of the Rings is so it's indulgent It's, it's dense. I mean, the point of it is to build a magic uh, a, a, a mythical world. world that like no one has built before, and he did a great job of that. But as a narrative piece, it is not good.
1: The mythology for—I just remember that opening, like—and then Gandalf and Aragorn took the ring for eight hundred years. Yeah. Wait, what? The ring that nobody can hold, even later in the book.
0: Well, that's yeah. That's if you watch. That's one of my favorite things. That in the uh, in the copious extra features on the Lord of the Rings DVDs, that like they mentioned, like say with the character of. Uh, Tom Bombadil? Fan, no, Fanmere, whatever. Faramir? the uh, Sean Bean's uh, brother. Faramir. 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 Faramir, yeah. Near the character Faramir. of Faramir, in the book he just like kind of picks up the ring. He's like, eh, this thing's gross to me. I don't want this ring. He tosses it away. Like, well, then you just fucking killed the whole point of your book. Like, If yeah. anybody can just
2: go like, man, this ring's gross. I don't care. Everybody <laughs> right. wants the ring and to have it.
0: Yeah,
3: like,
2: yeah. That's the whole point. Was well, the movie still has Faramir kind of. Give he it away. Last thing
1: after the ring, saying, but it's yeah. still established as uh, it is, it is, physiological lava. Yeah, it. it <laughs> yeah, well, a good it, man still can su- turn away from the ring. It still
2: suggests that he was severely tempted, yeah. and if it was, if it was out at length, he would probably turn.
1: Yeah. Uh, Did you guys think we were going to talk about Star Wars? Uh, oh, Lord. All right.
2: Well, wait. So, yeah,
0: I think a trailer. It also implies, like, if they if the if Gollum appears in it. The Gollum scene's kind of far into the book. Like, I wonder if they're going to cut off in, Go- in the Gollum appearance. That's like, like the
1: square middle. Well, they showed it in the latest trailer. Yeah.
0: Well, so, I mean, is that as oh. far as they're going? No, you're right. Well, I'd
1: heard it originally when I bet be... you it was I bet you it ends there. It's smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Well, the troll thing, I also thought when they get turned to stone and...
0: Yeah, that's a cool section. I like that. Like but... I... Oh, I to... but
2: that's in the trailer, too. So I'm like, <sighs> okay, so this trailer looks like... 50 to 60 percent of the Hobbit, but if you got to do three movies, I'm really yeah. confused. Well,
0: there's a whole lot of appendices that explain what happens betwixt the Hobbit and <laughs> the Fellowship. Mark of a great writer, a, uh, so, a know, dictionary, too. So what uh, they could also just uh, ma- write scenes around all those appendices for what happens between the Hobbit and Fellowship, and just like the people know what ha- there's there's stories of what happened to Aragon, Aragorn, Aragorn and Aragorn. There's stories of what happened Oops. with Aragorn and, and Gimli and all those things. What about what about Amagon in the books?
1: No, no Amagon. News. There
0: was here's a funny old games radar story. I oh, I once misspoke and said Aragon and then just like waved it away and then Carolyn was like, You know, if somebody said Terry Stark is Iron Man, you would have totally <laughs> freaked out. Like I
2: was like, Yeah, uh, you're right. You got me, Carolyn. There. You got yeah. me.
0: I'm yes. a hypocrite.
3: Uh, Speaking
2: of Iron Man, comic yeah. books. anything about comic books. Yeah. Well, so. One thing I thought was funny. Uh-huh. You know? Uh huh. So. Uh, I don't know the flow of this show. What, when, when, well, let's
0: talk about what we've read recently. Let's okay. do a quick that, bit that, of that. It's relevant to that. All right. So, you go
2: first. All right. so I, So, I'm in the midst of ending my collection of physical comic books i'm about to stop buying physical comics altogether is amazing One, 700 amazing be? spider-man 700 will be the last it's still not out right correct that's this A- it's the last comic book of the year wow, december 26th really? holy dicks wow. really
1: boxing
0: mm-hmm. day yes Ugh. and and it comes out the same day as uh huh. avenging spider-man which acts as an epilogue to 700 so you're going to want to pick up both
2: I'll be at home. I can't do that. Oh, okay, but really, no, uh, I'll be. I'll be. It's Christmas time, brah. I ain't. I ain't on the West
1: Coast in Christmas time. No, no, no. But like, what? What does that mean? You can't pick up comics in Illinois? Uh, I guess I could. <laughs> anyway, I owe, okay. I, anyway. I,
2: I owe it to my comic store to at least see them out I, with, with dignity. Well, then I
0: won't spoil Spider-Man 700 for you. I'll try my best. Have you read it
2: already? No, but I mean, when it happens, like you. Okay, read yeah, it yeah. It I want to read it when I get home. So, but I, I got kind of behind. So I just finished the Alpha story. Uh-huh. Uh, last night, and then I read the next issue, which in, which brings in the Hob- Hob- G- hobgoblin yeah. stuff. So I've read the first two of that, I think, and I, mm-hmm. it's cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's up to date then. So in a second, I want you to run me through the hobgoblin stuff, really. Okay. Unless you've done it on a prior prior, not show. really. No. All right, no. good, because the fact that you can keep this shit straight is interesting to me. <laughs> uh. Because uh, hobgoblin is one of those ever-present characters that a lot of people are like, I love hobgoblin. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it's interesting that that persisted. Anyway. So I'm reading the issue with Alpha, and one, that Alpha story, which is this kid gets crazy powers that are, like, Mm -hmm. world-breaking, and... And in an accident, like Spider-Man. Similar to Spider-Man. So the bit is, like, it's Spider-Man if he had no checks and balances. It's an arrogant Mm -hmm. kid who doesn't have the... the Who refuses to learn lessons. Refuses to learn lessons. He's a he's a spoiled brat, I think you could all learn something from. But like he is a giant asshole. Yeah. And he gets really obsessed with his own fame and his own stake in life and then gets out of control very quickly. And then that story ends very abruptly. Yeah. This is like it's just like Parker's like If you let me study this giant magic cane, I can figure out how to fix it. I did. Okay, it's over. Three. That's in three pages. Yeah, yeah. And that happens in three. I'm like, no, what? Really? Yeah, that's the. Yeah,
0: that's how I. I think I have said that before on the show, but that it felt both too long in yeah. that like it didn't need to be three parts, but then when the ending came, it yeah. felt super rushed. Super
2: rushed. Yeah, it was but very odd. The more important thing that happened in that issue, and Chris, this will be funny to you. So, well, well, hi, so come hi. on,
1: come on back in. Sorry, sorry.
2: Uh, I was reading the comic mm-hmm. book. and the comic book with Mm -hmm. panels. And all of a sudden, I turn the page, and I realize, oh, this looks like a comic. Oh, this is an ad. It's an ad that looks like a comic. I'm like, okay, right. Comic continues. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. And I go back, and I realize this is an ad with Iron Man and Captain America and Susan G. Komen breast cancer awareness. Oh, wow. And Iron Man, Tony Stark is, is being scanned for breast cancer. And they're going back and forth, and it's st- straight out of the seventies, like uh, apple, uh, Hostess, <laughs> Hostess apple Hostess Hostess Fruit Snack. Thing. Wow! And I mean, it's just like that, like like thirty years never happened. Wow. And they're like, I didn't know men could even get breast cancer. <laughs> Cap. Well, Stark. <laughs> <laughs> and then a pink hologram, True, Tony, and I, maybe, a pink hologram of a woman representing Susan G. Komen shows up. Like, that's right, gentlemen. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, this is incredible. Like, Susan G. Komen. Like, like, I can't believe. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, here? all it needed was Spider Man to come in with the with the hands up <laughs> in the air. Like, just tell us what kind of comic books you want to read.
1: Wait, I but I love that, uh, that I actually awesome. don't like. I'm pretty sure Tony's suit would tell him if he had breast cancer. I think sure. it would. I think, I think it, like it yeah. would.
0: he would. Well, meanwhile, Captain America would never have cancer. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you developed
1: been... tit cancer, sir. Sir, that's look. That's movie. What? His real suit doesn't talk like yeah. a. What the fuck band. am I supposed to do? The voice <laughs> in the comic. <laughs> what <I> do, <laughs> the fuck? I do yeah, terrible ask, impressions of word balloons. No, that's <laughs> actually what they did with. They gave
0: when Pepper Potts got the rescue suit. Like it is the Jarvis from the movie,
1: right? I love the rescue suit; super yeah, cool. Res-
0: I believe it's going to be in the next movie. Is I it? I bet it will. Uh, I, I'm hearing. Well, that goes into the news. But a uh, all right. a dude who was like a really good Iron Man cosplayer, like, got invited to the Iron Man. This was a story. This could all be bullshit, but the, this was on a news site that this guy got. To go to like the Marvel sets to uh, Thor and Iron Man, and he didn't seem to get that he's not supposed to tell stories for Thor two for Thor two and Iron Man three. Okay, and he didn't get that he wasn't supposed to tell stories from it. So he basically gives like an entire plot synopsis, and he's like, "Well, and then this character dies, and then this happens, and the, and and it could just be total
1: bullshit." Like, I hope it is. People. It, it sounds. Hey, we're inviting Marvel you for the, the set for the day. Do you know the whole plot? Let us tell you. Yeah, why would you sign an NDA?
0: Here's the script. Yeah, know. why
1: would they? Yeah, that, that seems weird. We'll, yeah. but anyway, I do yeah. love it. Like, that in the Disney Star Wars news, it's like the internet of 1995. Yeah. Uh, everybody's speculating. Yeah, I heard Brad Bird is working on this
3: yeah. directing. And,
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, where's your well, evidence? A guy. I knew a guy. He. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Before
0: we get into that, what about Hobgoblin? Did you want to talk
2: about? Well, that? okay. So after after that story with Alpha uh, came, Roderick Kingsley returned yes. as the Hobgoblin, and you've told me this once, but every time I think we're drinking, and we're drinking now, so it's, this isn't going to help. But I just wanted you to briefly, and also for the readers, cause, uh, the listeners, because listeners who read, listeners who read, they they, they will be reading later, um, at some point. Yeah, mm. but just well, like. Hobgoblin's a pretty cool villain, and mm-hmm. what's happened with him over the last year, and how what's hap- what's, it, up, what's about yeah. to happen in Amazing Spider-Man. One of my favorite reveals, and like a
0: last page kind of reveal in a comic all year, has been one that I think 95% of Spider-Man readers, it's just no one gave a shit, which was the last issue of the Lizard storyline is when the, he came back, like they show this guy in Mexico as like the devil spider, like killing a bunch of rival gang members. And then, somebody, and then it's revealed he's Roderick Kingsley. I was like, oh, my God, Roderick. Yeah. And he says, uh, like, a line that says, oh, he killed my loser brother who's posing as me, huh? Yeah. Nice trick. I was like, wow. But but to be impressed by that, you first have to know that yeah. the Hobgoblin was a big mystery for the longest time. Yeah, so we go all the way back to the 80s here. Yes. For, and then in the late 80s, uh, no, not late 80s, mid-80s, during the black costume times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They revealed that Ned Leeds, who had been Betty Brant's husband like for twenty years in comic book time, uh, he he was secretly the Hobgoblin. But, but then, this was a long
2: mystery for like a
0: long yeah, time. The, a who long is the Hobgoblin? That
1: mystery rewarding for people?
0: Ned Leeds was kind of a surprise. Like he was a main character, in the but world. it was like like,
1: it was
2: like you have to imagine like an era where the Green Goblin has been dead and gone for years. Yeah. And not been brought back, and no,
0: there's so there's no
2: goblin, there's no goblin, and then this dude shows up in this weird like yellow and or, like orange yeah. and blue, mm-hmm. like sort of him, but not really, mm-hmm. and much more like charismatic about it, yeah, but also methodical, not crazy, not crazy, and he was just a straight up gangster about it, yeah. and like that was really cool. Word. Well, so then, but
0: but so the original writer who created Hobgoblin and the mystery of the Hobgoblin. He yes. leaves at issue two fifty and it's like two hundred eighty seven when they reveal Ned Leeds is Hobgoblin. Then when Rod but then Roger Stern, the original creator of him, mm-hmm. he comes back to Marvel in nineteen ninety eight and goes, Wait a minute. Right. The this character this the the Ned Leeds couldn't have been Hobgoblin. I want it to be my guy who I was going to reveal. Marvel's cool of that. So they let him, mostly because the Hobgoblin for a time had been Jason McIndale, who kind of sucked. Like, he was a shitty Hobgoblin. And also had the Demogoblin stuff, which was just dumb. I right, didn't like so that. who was the Demogoblin at the time? That was Jason McIndale, uh-huh. the original Jack-O-Lantern, uh-huh. who took up the thing from him. Right,
2: so, so in, the, in, the, in the origin of the Hobgoblin trade that's out, that's actually I recommend reading because it gives you a lot of context. That's um, Roderick. That's Roderick Kingsley, but the whole time we do not know that.
0: No, but Roger Stern is planting a small breadcrumb ta- trail for his ultimate reveal that Roderick is in there is
2: him. So so who's the person that Spider-Man fights the first time and it's like it's someone dressed as Hobgoblin but is not as strong? No, that
0: to- is him. Then he discovers the Goblin formula and becomes as strong. Okay. Uh, okay, so anyway. Oh, I hope Roder- King- All a right, show. but anyway, so Roderick Kingsley. Then comes back, kills Jason McIndale, and is revealed to be the true Hobgoblin all along. And the way he did it was that he had a secret uh, twin brother who at half the time poses him. And that explains why Roderick Kingsley could be in the same room as the Hobgoblin. The big reveal goes over like a thud because nobody remembered Roderick Kingsley. But he was the Hobgoblin. Right. Cut two.
1: this current... So it's the, the, the big, original Hobgoblin coming back. The
0: original Hobgoblin is back. Mm-hmm. But they hadn't really done anything with him for the past like 10 years. Yeah. Cut to the beginning of the big time arc on Spider-Man. They bring back yeah. Roderick as Hobgoblin, and he is immediately killed yeah. by Phil Urich, yeah. who takes over in a really dramatic, awesome scene. It was yeah. c-
2: really cool. Like He
0: though, c- cuts his,
2: though, his head off. off. Yeah.
0: Though in the back of my head, I was thinking, man, they really punked out Roderick here. That's not... That's almost not something Dan Slott, who knows Roger Kingsley, would have given him that kind of an exit.
2: But to their credit, they started playing, which is how I always pictured it. Hobgoblin, much closer
1: to the Joker. Yeah,
2: he is a gangster, Mm. but he's always got some weird agenda of his own. Mm -hmm. And And the
1: fun is fucking with Spider-Man. Yeah,
2: and and just like messing with everyone. Like everyone in
1: the room is like, I don't know what this guy's deal is, and I feel like he's like he's punishing people for something they aren't aware they've committed.
0: But so then that when they reveal that the Hobgoblin was really his loser, the Hobgoblin that was murdered was his loser brother. Yeah, it was a perfect reveal tied into classic Spider-Man lore that only me and Dan Slot know about. Right, and it was just such a great reveal. And now Roderick is back and further established as a real badass and as an actual challenger. To Phil, like, well, actually, he's better. Phil has the tech advantage. He has the experience. And so, like, they fought in the most recent issue. It was a really cool fight.
2: Uh, okay, I need to... I haven't read that one yet, but... Oh, uh, I mean, they... Well, happened, I, you know. I gather they're going to fight.
1: Are you worried about uh, <laughs> uh, spoiling it for Brett or everybody listening? No, it, this is uh, a... <laughs> I'm is, sorry,
0: Brett. This is a weak old comic. Well, anyway, so that's Spider-Man. Yeah. No, that's, it, it, it um, sounds
2: super convoluted, but, like, I would recommend it... If you're buying digital, I don't know if it's available digitally. No, it is. Spider-Man's now day and date, Amazing. No, is. no, no. The Origin of Hobgoblin. Trade. Oh, I don't think that is. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. go into your local comic shop. Please pretend to patronize yeah. them so they or can see Or maybe yeah. there's an
0: Amazon link to the Origin of Hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobgoblin trade, yes.
2: yes. Origin of Hobgoblin was really cool because it helps set up a lot of what's going on now as far as the Hobgoblin. And, and mm-hmm. as a kid, he was a very dynamic-looking character. And one of my favorite issues as a kid was like Amazing 312 or something. It's McFarland, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. Hobgoblin and Green Goblin meeting I, for the first
0: time. And I it's knew it's like Hobgoblin
1: before oh, I knew Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, it's a great, especially his introduction is like one of, it's during the one of the top five runs on Amazing Spider-Man ever, which is the Roger Stern, John Romita Jr. run. Like
2: it's so good. The like uh, Defalco, or no, uh, Defalco follows De, the Wolf. The yeah. Gene DeWolf Yeah, it's business. during those Gene DeWolf years. But yeah, it's it's the, Black Costume era, which is why I remember it. No, no, soon. no.
0: Roger Stern was the last writer before Black Costume. Like, right. He wrote 251, okay. then DeFalco took over 252. 252. Right. With the uh, Which everyone knows is the first appearance of the Black Costume. Yes. Of course. All even, right.
2: even predating what is technically the, the assumed for yeah. Secret Wars number 8, but the way they did that was so really backwards. Yeah. Uh, anyway guys uh, I
1: recommend you just to clear yourself, Save yourself some trouble In the Hobgoblin As James Franco okay. I hate it
2: so much When people
0: were saying like He's going to be the
2: Hobgoblin I'm like I don't I can't believe I don't even know where To start telling you How wrong you are Like I'm just going <laughs> to let you go
1: He's an ultimate though
2: Well pff, yeah, uh, That's right. certainly not How they think that They just uh, assume yeah. Someone else is holding a glider I heard the goblin word once And yeah. so he's the other goblin I did like ultimate Hobgoblin
3: though Yeah, yeah. It was cool
0: Okay, so, well, I haven't read all that much, though. I have read, uh, it's a really kind of sad, it's a sad time right now in, uh, in Marvel because they, they ended all these runs to prepare for the Marvel Now relaunch in November. So, Brubaker has ended his run on Captain America. Uh, Hickman has ended his run on Fantastic Four. Uh, Frank Fraction ended his run on Iron Man. The only one I've actually read is the last Brubaker uh, cap issue, and it's it's really good, but it's just it's just melancholy.
1: I didn't have your sad music queued up, Henry. I deeply apologize. And it's really just him like wrapping
0: up a couple loose ends. And it's also more sad for Brubaker because like uh, for me with Brubaker, just because like Fraction is going on to write Fantastic Four, and which I'm really excited about, and Hickman ah, is staying in the Marvel universe, but Brubaker's done with. He says. For right now, he's the slate is clean for superhero comics. He's, wow, he's doing his own just creator on stuff. I mean, for, he made Cap. Timing. He made Cap relevant, quite yeah. honestly.
1: Yeah, I actually until you guys told me about that and handed me the Winter Soldier stuff, I was. Yeah, it's a pretty I lame person. I always thought he was the lamest joke. He is, He's how most. Uh, fuck, I was gonna make. I don't want to come off as a sexist, but like with most women get really, now boys. <laughs> right. Like that was what Captain America did. Put his hands <laughs> on his hips and came in. He was boys, the nanny. He was yeah. the nanny. This is not what we're come supposed on, to be doing. No. An Avenger doesn't fight another Avenger. Well, no that, Yeah.
0: That was how he was written for so many years. Like in the 80s when we were reading comic and 70s. That's when it started, him being written writ- writ as just, like, goody two-shoes. Well, and-
2: him in Infinity Gauntlet, to me, is what made me love Cap. Mm. That was one of the few... Yeah, yeah. What, even as, like, an 11-year-old, the scene in Infinity Gauntlet 4, and I've probably said this on this show before, but... <laughs> it's awesome. ...where he walks up to Thanos. Like, that, to me, spoke volume. Like, all this mm-hmm. thing about politics and boundaries and rule and, and elections and all that shit goes out the window, because it's like, to me, as a kid, I was like, America, fuck yeah. Yes. Like... like that's a spirit of I don't care. Yeah. You're not going to get away with this, yeah. and that's an ideal that we all hope it's to not, aspire to. It's not to. a sense of
1: patriotism; it's a sense of duty. It's a sense America of duty,
2: and he 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 knows it is a hopeless scenario. But if it gives Silver Surfer it buys a, a, a sliver second. of a chance, yeah. he's going to die for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I'm an 11 year old with no concept of sacrifice. If anything, give me more Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh. and, re, and seeing that, I was like, okay, this character is awesome yeah and i love it and i've been a fan ever since yeah but i had his comics sucked until brubaker took it yeah
0: over. that's so i that's also something that uh, i don't think this is going to happen anytime mm. soon but what i also liked about brubaker taking over was that brubaker is a liberal like he's i could see a, a conservative dude taking over captain america's fight and going like Frank, i can finally Frank show america, america i can finally show america the way it ought to be and just have a Captain America making speeches to people about dumb ideas. But, like, they kept... I had honestly, to beat up all
1: these Mexicans. Brubaker, yeah. They were Br- taking jobs.
0: Brubaker kept Captain America current. Like, he made him feel more current than ever. Mm. Realer. and But also, like, aware of politics. But still, he's apolitical.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. He's apolitical. But I also thought he gave him... He gave him a sense of plight, like there was a reason to worry about what may or may not be on Captain America's mind. There is yeah. anything on Captain America's mind ever. Right. And yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel that until I read that. Yeah. Snag
2: him. yeah, And if you're I mean if you're curious at all and you're listening and haven't read it for some reason, the next movie is The Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and you owe it to yourself to go read Captain America by Ed Brubaker. Start at number one called Out of so, Time. Yeah.
1: Read Not when, the REM album. No, Yeah. As if anyone Look, it's got uh, Losing My Religion on it. I know you're gonna I heard from. this
0: comedian introduce him, which was one that like the perfect introduction for him, where he was they said, Okay, this guy brought back Bucky and instead of hating it, everyone loved, loved it. it. Yeah, this is like if somebody said, "Well, we're going to unkill Uncle Ben, and he's going to be the head of Hydra." <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> it's the same deal.
0: <laughs> I think I've successfully broken your, uh, your your nail clippers by playing with them too much. So, uh, no, yeah
2: the, the whole the whole bit was Buck only Bucky stays dead, and they yeah. brought him back, and it was and awesome. it was, it was awesome. It,
0: like, and you know, and when he brought it back, I was like, I thought, oh, everybody. Everybody could, Anybody can bring back
2: Bucky. Who cares? Like, right. it's, it's a cheap stunt, and he made it mad. Yeah, yep. he, yeah. So Chris told me in the car that you had some thoughts on what's going to happen in Amazing 700.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said it on the show already. Oh, yeah, Sorry, yeah. I guess it's just my, reiterating for Brett. My
2: thought is
0: can that... Can you tell him
1: what's leading up to it?
0: Well, Doc Ock is in, uh, on his deathbed.
2: God, he's been on his
0: deathbed they've, for 100
1: issues. One, one of the selling points of 700
0: is that this is Doc, Doc Ock is going to die. Like he was
2: on the cover of 600.
0: So here's the thing. The, but, then, but also
1: the new uh, Superior, Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man follows it. But, 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 it is, but they've is, said the only thing they've said about Superior Spider-Man is that it's not Peter Parker. It's
0: not Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I think Ock is going to do the old brain switch on Peter and leave Peter's brain in his withered corpse. And he takes over Spider-Man and Peter's life. That's what I think. Why would that happen? Well, here's the here's what's happening uh, in the uh, ends of the earth crossover. They revealed that he had these mind controlling thing like yeah. robot octopus men, and one survived and uh. has crawled out of the wreckage and is chasing. Did uh, Did you see like um, what's her face? Madam Web goes like. Look out for gold, Spider Man. There's a flash of gold. It's yeah. a gold Octobot that's coming out of the water, oh. like in New York. So, I'm afraid this means Spider, like Peter, huh. is going to get, uh, yeah, his brain. I think it's going to be brain swap. Good old brain swap. Weird. Though, the guy, what Dan Slott has said about Amazing though is that you will want to kill him after Amazing Spider Man 700. But when you get to the end of issue one of Superior Spider-Man, you'll have some... You'll go like, oh, I get it. Okay. Like, They'll know he's going somewhere. He I mean, holds a really high opinion of himself. He also... Well, he had an f- interesting tweet today that said he's had four different people internally in Marvel tell him that page six of issue 699
2: is the most disturbing Spider-Man page of all time, which hmm. is a weird statement um, to make. I don't know if anything's ever going to beat Moreland beating the shit out of Spider-Man and eating his eyeball and plucking out his eyeball just, and eating. That, that just was too. His... That was too much. No, that I, was I'm the, just shitty, like, the other is a terrible story. The other is one of the worst stories I've ever read. Yes. And um, and that scene, I'm just like, you guys are completely missing the point of this character. I do not yeah. want to see Spider-Man get the shit kicked out of him to his deathbed. What do you
1: think that. of that uh, that shit in uh, Avengers X-Men? Where I like, I actually that thought, was a great. Scene. I thought they were. I thought he was going to die.
3: Which yeah. one? Uh, I read it all. Going the up against when Col- he
2: fought Colossus, Colossus and his sister. Oh, yeah. I ne- The thing is, I have like almost no suspension of disbelief <laughs> in comic books because I'm like, it- there's no consequence to anything. So I'm Technically, having- there was no consequence to anything. All of seen. AVX. I love the spectacle, but I had a hard time buying into the emotions of any of it. But it was just that. It one, was we're, like, we're, once we're, again, is Parker, Parker going to talk about Aunt May and Mary Jane and how he has to do it for them and nope, got to well, help him. And it's like, yeah. I felt pretty empty when...
0: Yeah, it's been months now. I'll just say it. When Professor
2: Xavier died, I yeah, felt super... Was, like, I was, like,
0: was just like, what? All right, yeah, he's dead again. But he, he was great. dead to
1: the universe already for the most part, He'd been right?
0: useless
2: to mm-hmm. X-Men for months. Well, it was just years. like, you can't bring him back under the pretense of, oh, you're so screwed, everyone, and then kill him in the same issue. It's yeah. like, this is a total DBZ cop-out where I'm like... Well this man can bench press seven million
1: tons. One punch. Oh so you, you and then he what, throws up for you're a week. Upset. You're upset that they serious blacked him. Here's
0: what I liked yes. about here's what I liked about that Spider Man scene and it was that Spider Man in those giant crossovers rarely gets to do anything right. of consequence. Yes. He watches from the sideline. he lines. had a
1: Captain America Infinity Gauntlet moment. Yeah, but yeah I mean, I did like the down. moment. He, and just he did, just, he did yeah. not give that speech, I'm doing it for blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm just providing a dis- distraction. He saying yeah. it to himself. As he gets... I, I don't think I've seen him get beat up that brutally. Maybe it was like... Maybe it was a little that like who it was coming from. It didn't
2: from. amount to him. Him being brutally beaten didn't <laughs> amount to anything plot-wise later. Yeah, and he just
1: gets yeah. out. No, the but other
2: was, is like, would you like to see Spider-Man in a coma for like three issues mm. with no eyeball? Well, declare dead. De- like, yeah, declared and, dead. and just watch just, Mary Jane mourn him, and yeah. then watch watch him show up in his in his hospital room and break Mary Jane's arm and try to kill him as he's comatose. Yeah, Morlun just breaks her arm, and, and just it's just go. like this is fucking disgusting. And get it out of and here. And what? Make Spider Man more powerful? Who
3: cares? And I don't
2: care about how strong he is. Yeah,
3: like, uh, the,
2: god uh, damn it.
0: All right, Chris, have you read okay. anything?
1: Uh, yeah, yes. You guys aren't. I uh, finished the Viltrumite War portion of Invincible. Oh it was wow! Super fucking fun. That fight. Yeah. Of What the? the I, was to, I showed you a panel of just Invincible the other oh, day. Oh, Invincible. Like, yeah. When it's, it's, it's that series gets
0: bloodier with each issue, but the Viltrumite War finale, mm-hmm. so fucking like <laughs> yeah.
1: heads just ripped off left yeah. and right, just uh, people disemboweled. Uh, and and that move, just the shoving the, the palm through someone's mm. sternum all yeah. the time That's, that seems to be the signature Viltrumite move I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right please don't give me I a ton of I think it's Viltrumite I
0: knew what you were talking about
1: uh, I do I do love it because the, the style of the comic is very cartoony mm-hmm. super colorful super colorful and cartoony and then punctuated with horrific moments of violence yes. which doesn't look silly because the, they've established the characters well enough to where everything actually matters and mm. has consequences Um, It's a great It's such a great fight It was such a good mm -hmm. payoff To the Viltrumine
0: stuff They've been building for so long
1: Yeah No it really was And like it's sort of The only way Like I sort of saw that coming But not in a way like I'm disappointed Because I predicted that Like it really couldn't have ended Any other way Uh huh Um, But there was There was that And then I tried to get In the spirit Thanks to a sale On Comixology uh, I caught up on some Marvel zombies Which I know you guys Are totally Done with Yeah over Totally over I'd never read the second one Ah, uh, yeah. But I, I never the second one, but I also never read how it uh, was established in Ultimate Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. I yeah, love oh that. Yeah. especially how that's always referenced later on in the series, and that portal becomes like kind of a thing that everybody wants to go at, like mm-hmm. everybody's kind of chasing after, and how well that continuity is kept up, and that this is an alternate universe. And like I never knew, I never got that from reading just Marvel Zombies well, number one. A
2: little bit of history with that was it was pitched <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. for a long time before. Uh, this is back in like two thousand six, two thousand five or six, two thousand five yeah. or six, and it was like the Ultimate and regular universes had never crossed over, mm-hmm. and so it was just like everyone was like, "Well, eventually they're going to do some kind of crossover, and the worlds are going to cross, and blah blah blah." And then finally, Ultimate Fantastic Four, when the solicitations came out, it was called like crossover or something,
0: and the cover, you know, the, the cover, cover was two reads, mm-hmm. yeah. and
2: you're like, "Okay, here we go," and mm-hmm. there was no hint whatsoever. No mention of zombies, nothing, and then the issue comes out. What? Yeah. And then the next, you're like, "There's zombies." I don't get it. And the next issue, what the hell? And it was a complete surprise, and that's why it worked so well. They didn't hype it up for a month,
1: months in advance. We are going to
2: turn the whole universe into zombies. Oh, then the Fantastic
1: Four issue. Yeah, I honestly think there was no hint I that that's what was happening. That was, it was just a whim. I don't think it was meant to be like some huge thing. I think it turned into. I don't a huge think they thing. expected. I know I don't know. I don't
2: think no, they no, no, expected no. it to be such a huge thing. I just love how they completely betrayed everyone's expectations mm. in the best oh, possible I see way. Such a great thing. trick because they like, all Mark got Miller. us hooked in yeah. thinking, "Oh, regular Reed's going to meet Ultimate Reed. That'll be kind of curious. I'm interested to see that." Yeah. And but I, then I, it's not regular Reed. It's I, zombie Reed.
1: I know you guys. You poo poo it, and you're dismissive of the zombies thing, and and I understand because it's fucking stupid. But, well, I love the first one. But the second one is awesome. That it ends up at... It, it takes place directly. It's awesome. It's really stupid. It's kind of the dumbest conversations. And it, But what it does is it, if you remove the word zombies from it... Did you read 2? I don't think I read like, 2. 2 is just like... They've all read Spider-Man. Iron Man... Hulk have already eaten Galactus, and I, consumed the power cosmic. That's how the Volume One ends. And right? our, yes, and are hurtling through space, and have eaten literally the entire universe, <laughs> the entire universe, and end up going back to Earth. And they're having conversations. So, like, already these zombies are cognizant and aware of what's happening, and they're Wait, you they're had not,
2: that in the first one. As they exactly. eat, as they eat, they become more aware. But then
1: other things happen where, like, uh, I'm not powered by. We haven't eaten in so long; we're no longer hungry. This is something we compete and live with. And then I think there is an interesting story there. I, it was done really even more ham-fistedly in that uh, Romero movie, Land of the Dead, yes. that opens up with a fucking marching band like, I want some semblance of my old life.
0: What if I put a gun in my and hand? And and
1: well, that was yeah. a little silly, but it's like sooner or later, whatever that virus is has to evolve. I love the idea that like it's a virus that intentionally gloms onto... Super abilities Mm -hmm. in order to spread itself further, and it is utterly ludicrous. And it's I don't know. I'm I'm glad I read around Halloween. The third one I did not finish, um, but I bought I bought four of them, and the Ultimate Fantastic Four. I don't know where to conclude because that saga picks up later. He was the
0: only other one written by Kirkman. Kirkman Yes, stopped it it too.
1: Kirkman stopped it too. Uh, You can tell he was kind of done with it.
0: I think he well, that was basically the end of him writing comics for anyone but himself Mm -hmm. too. All right, so news. Uh, Jamie Fox Electro. That God damn you! <laughs> I was going to say that. Right. Wait,
2: is that real? Jamie. It's the rumor.
0: They are heavily implying Jamie Foxx is going to be Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two or whatever Some they're going to call super it. Super random. And also, they've cast Mary Jane. I can't remember. Who I don't know was who they're they cast casting.
1: Her. A super random. We, sh- we will. <laughs>
0: But uh, I'm glad they're casting Mary Jane, and, laugh, and they please. can just kill they can it. just kill Gwen off in this next one, and just
2: put Mary Jane. I just I have no emotional attachment to that movie at all. Yeah, it just happened, and you're like, it happened. It, it, exists. And, and, no, I've said this and, before, but like I th- two days later, I saw a billboard, and had already forgotten that I even saw the movie, and I, it was like, oh right, that's out. That did oh, I, I saw
1: it. It occurred to me that we, and more importantly, both of you, are treating it. Not unlike a direct-to-DVD Marvel animated movie. Yeah. That less. exists, and that's part of someone else's universe, and they care about that. There was I don't no, hate it, but no it's... No
0: one wanted... There was no
2: yeah, push did, for yeah. it to exist. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I just was like, I would rather Sony just gave up and let Marvel get it back so six years from now I can have Spider-Man in another Avengers movie. But, would Sony, you, it's Ed would would cornerstone of Sony's money. Oh. Would you
1: keep Edwardo in there? Uh, Andrew Garfield? Ah, uh, sure. Whatever. I think he's wonderful. Eh. He's, he's fine. Uh, I think he's wonderful.
3: Meh.
1: What about Emma Stone?
2: Uh,
0: she was good. They had chemistry and stuff. Apparently, my ex girlfriend
1: remembers me saying that uh, I had a thing for Emma Stone. I was reminded of that this weekend. I'm like, what are you talking mm. about? And like, in a, a very, she was politician? in a very friendly way, right? She was like, no, oh, yeah, just she, sort of like, uh, just... like, what are you talking about? Like, ah, uh, she was on screen for some, in some uh, trailer, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I forgot, and I did. I may have. She may have even heard it me say. She is the first time I had. Like, I have a little. She's really pretty. Wow, she's way younger than me. Like I don't. I don't oh, yeah, yeah. I don't get that shit. Oh, with that's the... how you
0: felt. Uh, was that during Superbad? I know. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I, a I had bit. several friends who felt that way during Superbad. About about both the girl characters, and they were mm. like, "Man, they're hot." Wait, I am ten years older than this. this is disgusting. Yeah. Like,
1: no, I yeah. think I'm probably about the same age as Jonah Hill. I don't know what how old he was playing in that movie. Now you're older. You I think know. so? I think. Uh, well, let's see.
2: Well, let's take it to the videotape.
0: To
1: the, uh, <laughs> 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 Who, I was visible. a bit. Was
2: someone just documenting him aging, and we're gonna go <laughs> count the fucking spools of video? But,
0: but no, before we answer that question, right. though, I'm gonna let sl- the bigger news this week. Is it Mark? Three years older than him.
1: Oh okay. It's still older. Super bad though. It was he was playing a kid. He was playing a a sophomore in high school at the age of twenty-five. This
0: is how this is how Hollywood works, Chris. I know. Speaking of Hollywood, <laughs> guys. Yes. Marvel has a new buddy. Uh Marvel and the Muppets have a new corporate friend. And that is the oh, Jedi's goodness. and the Sith and the Ewoks and, mm-hmm. the, and the droids. <laughs> all now owned by Disney. I'm sure everybody heard about it. It broke the internet when it happened. I, I was think. surprised to see
1: yeah. that every website that wrote things on a daily basis dropped whatever their topic or their theme or whatever they did and wrote about this in some capacity well, for us. Star that, Wars is
2: so big. Well, that's touches that touches us all. That goes back to the the whole... like.
0: Oldie it's time like, internet.
2: It's Star Wars. Like, yeah, it's very easy to get over it now because there's so much of it. But it, mm-hmm. you remember back to like growing up in the 80s, even the 90s. It was it was this crazy thing.
1: It's a big deal. It aired on TV once every four years. Yeah, and, and it
2: was it was like to to multiple generations. It is this like untouchable, pristine thing. And no amount of shitty movies or cartoons or toys or games changes mm-hmm. how you feel about those three movies. It, nothing can undo it. It just makes me not really want to go back and keep watching them because I'm just yeah. bored of seeing. But it Star- will always be in my memory.
0: Seeing them, I think I've, I think the,
1: I've watched, rewatched the, tri- the original trilogy seventeen times in the last two years purely by Reddit threads that get added on Facebook. <laughs> I could put those together and assemble the story of yeah. Star
2: Wars. Yeah, it's just it's too much. But the notion of I've always been like, if they made seven, eight, and nine. George Lucas had nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. I would probably get right back on board as if nothing ever happens. Well, <sighs> and the fact that one, all the sale, all that mattered to me was they mm-hmm. didn't just say we're buying Marvel or mm-hmm. we're buying Lucas. They said we're doing that. These movies are in production. George Lucas is on as a consulting. He's not like they just said everything I wanted to hear for yeah. the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Said it all in one day, and I'm like, I can't, I can't function right now. We're right?
1: going to make, we're going to make movement on the thing you wanted. The well, thing so, I wanted
2: yeah. since I was like 13, and the prequels did not deliver on. Uh, we can, we now have a chance of getting. And there's nothing I want more than to care. <laughs> all the cynicism in the world melts away. And I made this tweet, and I got retweeted a shitload of times. I don't even know what the number ended up at, but I was like, not being flippant. Not being a dick, I'm very excited about this, but the actual tweet was something like this an actual episode 7 8 9 that are good is a brand new day for the internet. Like I think think about the timeline of the yeah, internet and the prequels. Yeah. I think the cynicism of the prequels really set the tone wow. for the internet. You know, I think And imagine right. a world, imagine a uh. world where there's six there's three new Star Wars movies and every time they come out and you walk out wide eyed and that was incredible. It's wow. such an alien feeling that ick and I was actually like i'm I'm getting a little hippie and <laughs> and like tree Hugger brand new day no, kind I, of I thing, but like this can change the tone of the entire world as far as like entertainment is consumed it very like, well could the, the idea where there are three Star wars films that are quality with actual characters and breathtaking scenes and yeah. and physical things happening and not blue screens like it can mean something and actually like really affect people in a profound way.
1: And yeah. inspire a generation again. What generation was inspired by the prequels to make anything? And Warren Spector can make a game with Disney Interactive completely <laughs> inspired by the trade embargo. <laughs> so yeah, that was So I'm very excited. I was that... I was frankly kind of stunned
2: at the amount of negativity. I'm like yeah, well, yeah. Um, Avengers happened on right. Disney's. Watch so that sucked.
3: All
0: right, here's my reasons for. My... Oh, I want
1: Henry. Hold on. I'm sorry, nope. sweetie. Wait, uh, I don't hear anything anymore. No. Well, it yeah. um. Okay. We are going to talk about this on Laser Time. All right. Next Monday. This will Monday. be a preview for that. This thing, will be right? a preview, so don't go into everything. We have an uh, article up on LaserTimePodcast.com where we have a, a simple poll. You can just say how you feel about it, mm. and it's. As simple as a good thing, a bad thing, and I honestly don't give a shit. Uh Overwhelming majority is I think this is a good thing.
0: I also, I do think it's a good thing. I think that you can't complain that Disney will uh, over, like, whore out uh, Star Wars too much because he already did it. You can't
3: uh, to that this, end. Yeah.
2: I went to the mall this Monday to get a birthday card mm-hmm. and I had to walk the normal entrance was blocked off for construction, so I had to enter through a Sears. <laughs> and as I passed through the Sears, there were Sears exclusive Star uh, Wars slippers. Yep. And you yeah. want to talk about Disney whoring out anything.
1: They're they've done it just fine. Walmart and Old Navy exclusive stuff. Like as we Yeah, speak. they always
0: said so I don't care about that. I think What scares me most is that Disney owns so much now. They have so much power that they've, at least in the case of the Avengers and also the mm Muppets film, they wielded it correctly and they did, they produced some of the best, the
2: best Muppet film in forever and the best Marvel film that's ever been made in Avengers. But I Mm -hmm. feel like they did that mostly by being very hands-off. Yeah. Like they let the the people do what they needed to do. And here's the
1: thing, like the deepest pockets yes. yes so like it's sort of like when they acquire something you love it's because they want to make the money off of you continuing to love it yeah. and we'll leave it and here's the here's the oh, way yeah, thing. yeah there's there's there was a uh I read some the most negative thing i read about it on the internet was sort of like um disney's buying these companies but they're just buying brands and the next those are big things that came out of small places. Mm-hmm. There will never be a big thing that comes out of these companies ever again. They'll have to ride It'll just be the Star old brands, Wars, yeah. Muppets, Spider-Man, and Marvel. Yeah. They'll never build off that again. Small things come out of different means. And Disney mm-hmm. used to be about making its own small things. And I think part part of the reason is... And I, shit, I don't want to go in this too much. but we went. Away, I went into it with Marvel. Disney is beloved by every demographic known to man... Old people, women, baby boomers, children, babies. It has skipped two generations of young males who think that Disney shit is a joke.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: has completely gone by them. and not, In so, order to retain the Disney image, they can't make the thing that appeals to young males. But they can, they can purchase buy them the, and leave them that alone.
0: That makes a lot of sense. It really does. They could, Disney couldn't offer make a, them.
2: I will offer a brief counterpoint to that in that my nephew... Every time I go home, since he was like six and mm-hmm. he's twelve now, mm-hmm. is only watching Disney Channel,
3: mm.
1: and it's things like iCarly. Well, they've yeah. I'm they've, saying, I'm saying like, they're, they're properties and stuff like um, like I've, but but iCarly is is iCarly is they my brother and me. It's one things that people like will bring up on Facebook in an image nostalgically, but it doesn't stick <laughs> with you. Like they haven't. Well, we don't know. I don't know yet. For, but for all, like. I, we talk about Al still, I and say, it's like. Uh, but what we, we do with it, like like that was fun when it happened. I don't need to see it happen again. Whereas, like, yeah, I could see more Donald shorts. I could see another Star Wars movie. Well, I want well, Spider-Man know this to kid keep going. That,
2: for for someone who's six and has no connection to Donald saying, Duck.
1: Yeah, like, I'm just saying they haven't done that. Donald is not relevant, right, to someone twelve to twenty five. He's well, not. Right.
0: But also, like, you're right about how Disney. God, we we really if we're not gonna if we're gonna really talk about this on last time Brett we shouldn't keep going, but. I want to say. I want to say that. Nah, that's uh, all I wanted to say. I think uh, it's a good thing. I think based, we're going to get great movies out of based it. Based on how Disney takes care of its brands, like their internal brands, like other than their direct to DVD sequels, which are meaningless. Like they that was they, mostly nipped in the bud. The, yeah, and Lassiter. Lassiter is making it even better. There, they are about curating their yep. brands. They're about putting things back in the vault to make them matter more. They're
1: better curators, better archivists than anybody. Uh, here's another thing. And again, I'm going to to it on the Monday episode. Uh, other than... Let me, let, me, let me be careful about this. Other than a Jewish joke in The Three Little Pigs, Song of the South, and the cut off the ear if I don't like your face line in Aladdin, Disney releases everything as it was originally presented. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. And a censored version.
0: Well, this is why this won't... I've heard theories on why that won't change. They own oh. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The distributors are still Fox of the original film. Oh, I, oh Fox, somebody brought
1: that up those uh, can't
0: Fox uh, still has them, and they're not going to I'll play that go. for
1: Michael, if you're listening to Laser time pretend it 's new we're going to see a Star Wars movie without the Fox music in front of it. It oh, will be bizarre gasp. that actually made me guess it will like, be bizarre like, wow, you the did music gasp. the music plays over the Lucas films yeah. a bit. And that's, so, that's super weird, weird. it's going to be weird like they may have to fucking license it. That's the that's the sound. It's the that's what gets me. That happens, man, and then, yeah, Yeah. you can't. It happens in order. You can't mess with that. Uh, But it's never going to happen again. And uh, those contracts for there are for distribution. Those run out. They're going to run out
0: eventually. Disney will get it back. I don't. You know know what? what
1: Hold on. And oh god, we're getting too far into it. Uh, (laughs) Paramount had almost less than nothing to do with Avengers. Disney was so scared of hurting what it was, I think, by putting their name on it, they left Paramount's name on the logo. Yeah, and gave them some of the money. They they didn't produce anything. Well, yeah, okay. So what does this have to do with comic books? I. That's a good point. I
0: I think it's crazy that now Star Wars and Marvel are basically the same company. Like they're owned by the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. that's nuts to me. If you told me that when I was ten, I would think it was crazy.
2: DC and Looney Tunes are in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, I guess know.
0: so. But like, well, Warner like wastes that. They have they team never, up. They've teamed up. In a they've teamed games. up, but that was cool. But Star Wars and Marvel, I don't know. Those always seem so separate to me mm-hmm. because they were. Anyway, the um,
2: wasn't there a Marvel Star Wars though back in the eighties? Comic Marvel. Uh, it was
0: awful, but yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, it existed.
2: Though they also said
0: that uh, they made they made some comments about the extended universe that they're not going to let the extended universe hand tie their
2: hands from doing what they want which well, I is great right. I yeah. agree they should just cuz some guy got to th- write a book right that- even though the Thrawn trilogy is generally held up it's as good. pretty solid pretty good. and i read I think I read half of it mm-hmm. in and, junior high. And, and Dark Arts put out a good
0: uh, uh, book series called The Dark Empire that was a sequel to Jedi. I yeah,
2: think. So. I think I have a couple of those issues actually that I bought back. Well, in like the, day. the Emperor possesses
0: Luke. I think is one yeah. Of Luke things.
2: turns into a bad guy, and there's like these giant world destroyer machines that go over planets and yeah. just dis- erase everything off the face of the earth. Basically Borg, but whatever. Uh, it was a cool idea. I well, and all they have. There's
0: another like they, all they have are these great pitches for an actual Star Wars Episode Seven. That 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 was the that was a crazy moment to me. It was in the office. I listened like, to that investor call too. The first person, yeah, I should I did not I, I couldn't I had help to myself. get back to work. God, I, I, to I wanted to listen. to listen, but yeah, when they uh, someone stood up from their desk on the other side of the cubicle wall and said, "Disney just bought Star Wars and announced Episode seven and I said. What the fuck? Are you, like they were just no, they were nonsense words to me. I was like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Like just, why you you, hear it, you, I heard it and I, like,
1: so I found out because Chris started making weird noises. I found out because Travis Foster's like, "What did you think of Disney buying Star Wars?" no link right what google nothing like right. it was the news was that new and i like i can't and then like little trickles i'm finding it just I'm like, exploded with a press release
2: i can't just concentrate
1: the, i can't concentrate yeah, today at I all i will no not be able to work then yeah.
2: you mentioned that and i'm like what and you aim me a link and i with the preface of uh, just so you know i'm not oh. going to be able to concentrate and i'm like and what, what was, bullshit link is this and i click link? on it and
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's deadline or something like that and it yeah. says disney buys star wars click an article more information to come. And for like yeah. 20, 20 agonizing internet yeah. minutes, nothing yeah. came.
2: Yeah. And I was like, what? And what? It, it, it's the first, like I said, it was the first
1: moment of actual... Your like, brain checks it's not April 1st. Yeah, right. it,
2: like you have to run through this entire like sense check of like, no, no, no. This can't... And why did everyone question it? The first time you heard it, you're like, no. Because Lucas would never say Because... It. Because it's too good to be true. Yes. Like all the people who wanted to be cynical about it, it's like that's why you said, "Really? Yeah." It's because like, that's exactly what your heart
1: wants. You have to peel the layers yes. of scar tissue off your dead, <laughs> aging heart. It, it is, and you get like, excited again. I'm uncomfortable with this. And like, what do you think of Star Tours? Oh, it's awesome. What do you think of them in the Disney parks? It's great merchandise. Awesome. Love yeah. it. I go every year for Star Wars days.
0: <laughs> I've denied Th- there my. There you go. All right. Well, well, anyway, who do you think will direct the next <sighs> We've movie? People say people say, Joss Whedon, but yeah, I think he's, That's too I think much he's tied so. down for Avengers too. I've
1: heard Brad Bird, but we'll talk more Brad about that. Brad Bird uh, would be so
2: good. Wait, how did we will talk more about that? Did he direct any time. live action other than Mission Impossible? Man, Mission Impossible 4 was really
1: good. It is technically good. the best Mission I thought he Impossible did three. No, Four. No,
2: that
0: was J.J. Abrams. Yeah, it was sure. Double J. Oh. Brad Bird did four. He and did Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol, Ghost Protocol, which fucking was great. And he, did Iron, and he did Iron Giant. Yes. Iron Giant,
1: Incredibles, but, Ratatouille, but Mission oh, Impossible, The Simpsons, Mission. Let It Go, the movie. <laughs> he no, the, he directed. He was everything one of you the, love about The Simpsons. is okay, Brad Bird. Yeah. No,
2: I, I know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I know yeah. he was on sorry.
1: Simpsons. Yeah. I'm not directed, questioning
2: Brad Bird. Okay, he directed God. the. Uh, I'm not yeah. questioning Brad Bird. No, but Brad Bird. I just didn't know what the live action movies he had in. No, just the yeah.
0: But with, with Mission Possibly Proved, he could be given $300 million and, and not, make a great not, movie. Not messing up. Yeah. Not just okay. not messing up, make.
1: Not like that Andrew Stanton kid. Fair enough. Fair
0: enough. <laughs> oh, I understand. Who was just, that? Who he was made WALL-E to... and then John Aww. Carter from Mars. Oh.
2: I heard John Carter was good. I ain't heard nice
0: things about it, but but even the nicest things said it was so bloated.
2: No, just like people who were like, that movie was better than any of the Star Wars prequels, and no one gave it a fair chance.
1: If Battlefield Earth was better than the Star Wars prequels. No,
2: yes, but in a different way. God, Battlefield is so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's
1: the only movie I've seen that people booed. (laughs) Oh, they did? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. People cl- clapped at
0: Cloud Atlas. That was so, oh, weird. I always, movie, so weird. I thought about oh, I that.
2: The, I thought about that. Cloud Atlas is the, if you want to know what it's like to live in San Francisco, <laughs> watch
3: Cloud Atlas.
2: Oh. That's such a San Francisco movie. I Try, try to imagine that playing in either of your hometowns and what the audience would react to. What the
1: fuck is this f- bullshit? <laughs> He's kissing another what? What? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Why is that
1: play? Asian pretending to be a white?
0: Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Society is right to oppress you.
2: Boo! <laughs> the most accurate southern move. So, all, hey. again, all three of us from very southern areas. So, uh, we can do this. All um, right,
0: we really have talked too long now. This we're, at, is we're, at a, an, we're at an hour, by the way. This is a preview of the of the of this week's ta- laser time. If you want to hear... We more should just shut it down. down. We yeah. should shut, we should close you want to out. Hear even more. So here's this. the thing All about right. the question of the week.
1: There's yeah. an entire article to where like I want everybody to chime in any thoughts or concerns in the comments of the article that you have about Disney and Star Wars. We have something fun planned. Uh, leave your comments. It's this will involve you. Uh, please do uh, that. Next, yeah. Please, next Monday's do. laser time. That's technically the question that it's. I don't want to just ask two questions of the week. I do want yeah. to hear. Dude, this is like the the craziest... Somehow crazier than Disney and Marvel. How
0: did Disney and Marvel even makes... Yeah, that makes some sense because... Uh, I, I want to say one more thing, though, mm-hmm. that the price... Like, they paid... Yeah, $4 $4, billion?
2: 4 billion is nothing yeah. for Star Wars. How much did they pay for Marvel? $7 billion. What the more hell? More for Marvel. Twi- like, almost <laughs> twice as much money for Marvel. Yeah. But, well, However, mm-hmm. to his credit, we give George Lucas so much shit... Mm-hmm. That $4 billion, what's he doing with it? Giving it to uh, education. Education. And his statement was the most Roddenberry thing I've ever heard George Lucas say. <laughs> mm. That as a he specified, like, as humans, and, like, <laughs> it's just, like, the most, like, mm. futurist thing you could ever say. Like, we have to invest in education, and that starts blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he goes on to his thing, and it's like, that's the most Star Trek thing he's ever said. Well, he, even if and he that made yeah. me so happy. And I'm like, I know you're like old and out of touch and probably just fucking bored as hell of Star Wars. Yeah. But that's such a crazy awesome thing to do. Yeah. That yes, we need more people like that. That just like I'm already rich and loaded forever. Yeah. That
0: four billion is nothing to him. I it's did, nothing.
2: Yeah. He's 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 set for a hundred lifetimes. Yes. He, giving that like that can make an actual difference. Mm-hmm. Like that's Incredible. Yeah. So all the shit I've ever given him, like that's that's amazing.
1: Rats off.
0: Rats off to you. Yes. Uh, let's
3: let's
0: all right. So down, yeah, comments on that.
1: Bagano off to you. We're already a day late on this. So.
0: That's the uh, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. This is this Terrible has wait. been a bad week.
1: It's been a week.
3: Terrible week.
0: This has been a tumultuous week to say the least. Least of which is like honestly, like yesterday when we normally would have recorded Star Wars, like was almost in the back of my mind from some of the stuff that's been going on, but. Ah oh, man. More on that later. Anyway, sure. Star Wars is fun to talk about, so let's talk about that. I'm telling you, possibilities it's, of the future. I'm telling you, it's 2015 could be in that year. Could be a new Star Wars, a new Avengers, and, and a Justice, Justice League, League film shit. could all happen in the same year. I what's
2: what's the one? I haven't heard anything about this Justice
0: League. Yeah, movie. Th- no, they've already Warner has said they wanted to come out in 2015. Yeah, 2015. There's no director or stars yet, but this <laughs> <is> Warner wants <laughs> For it to happen. A script. Oh, look, it probably won't happen. That's but, a great plan for a but movie. But wouldn't it be crazy if it did? It would Justice be crazy. League, Avengers. we it be crazy. If they all
1: came out on the same date. We're gonna make you decide. <laughs> you gotta decide. That's
2: like you can't even spread those movies apart. Yeah. Like <laughs> movies that big, you can't do that. Nah.
0: One, one's May. One's June. One's July.
2: That's, That's still not enough.
0: Uh, all right. So yeah, <laughs> the, no question. The no regular question of the week this week. Just go to lasertimepodcast. dot com. Comment on that one.
1: Uh things so. listen to laser time. And, listen to laser time. And
2: please listen to VG
1: Empire.com. Yeah, you did an outtakes episode this week.
3: Mm. An Outtakes to celebrate episode. a whole year.
2: VG Empire is officially a year old. Uh it's been a great time doing it. Uh we just we just wrapped up a month of Castlevania episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh everyone really got a kick out of it. I had a great time making it. Uh a lot of great, you know, people on like different episodes. You guys were on a couple friends yeah. friends came out from the Midwest and were on a couple Uh, It was great, and we're going to go actually into a a batch of Sega CD episodes. Oh, wow. What are you trying to do, break the internet? Because the Sega CD is 20 years old, which, as I've said before, is the first anniversary that's actually made me feel old. Because things like Mega Man, Castlevania, uh, Mario, Zelda, I've known those since I was a child. Like an actual child. Uh, Sega CD is like puberty era, mm-hmm. and that's just enough to make me. That was twenty years ago. You yeah, that. You,
1: you did it to I me mean, for one of the first times, and, and you decided to celebrate the Matrix's tenth anniversary. Yeah. America. Well, here's ah. another.
0: Here, here was a tweet from the Twitter storm about Star Wars that made me feel old. By the time Episode Seven comes out, oh god! The the time span between Episode Seven and Episode One's release. Will be the same as from
1: Jedi uh,
0: to Phantom Menace. Right. That's how far apart those releases will be. I always been.
1: disconnected myself from that. The it,
0: time between Jedi and Phantom uh, Menace to me, because I that was my birth to yes. my age yeah. seventeen. Yes. Literally. Like when that happened, that 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 that, that timeline wow. feels impossibly huge to me. And now yeah. to think that it's the same amount of time <laughs> from Phantom Menace to when
2: Episode Seven comes out is
0: crazy. Excuse, Jesus
1: Christ.
2: <sighs> no, 99 to 2015?
0: Yeah, 99 to 2015 is 16 years. 83 to
2: 99, 16 years uh, This now. is something else on that exact same note. Made me feel really old. Was uh, not game-related, because that was the point of the Sega CD one. But, uh-huh. like, uh, Next Gen has been off the air. Star Trek The Next Generation uh-huh. has been off the air. I think as of... Uh, I'm not going to do the math now, cause I'm too drunk. But uh, I think as of this year, will have been off the air... As long as the old Star Trek was off the air before next, up. oh showed my out. god! Wow! So think of that. That's the '60s to 1987. Our lives are meaningless. And that that like what? Well, well, hang on, math. Our lifetime. Somebody, Henry, you're sober. Well, what it was? 1969 na- canceled. Yeah. 1987. That's 20, it's 18 years. 1994, the show Next Gen went off the air. Wow. A, How long that ago was? 1994? 18 years. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, that's Jesus how much time has passed.
1: Yeah, there's also been six Star Trek series in between. Now. Well,
2: Enterprise went off the air in 04.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, and there's a, finally a new Star Trek. J.J. Abrams makes his fucking second Star Trek film next, next year. Double just J.
1: Lucking out all the taking way Taking to forever.
0: Man. I just
2: want Star Trek back on TV. I, it should
0: have just been a TV show. Zachary Quinto is a TV star. I'm God.
2: telling Would you. you I'm telling Philly you. Philly is the starship captain. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just telling you, like. This is a whole laser Time episode about, and I've said this a hundred times, but I can't overemphasize this. Our society gets dumber when Star Trek's not on the air. I just want you to think of like how crappy the world got since 1994. Like how progressively Uh. dumber everything got as far as like, is everyone being treated fairly? All right, we got it. Uh, It's probably better in a lot of ways, actually. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I, re- I rescind the entire statement. Yeah, no headphones
1: oh, on the enterprise. We'll I- talk to
0: you. We'll talk to you all next week on Cape Crisis. And don't forget this ep- this week's Laser Time. You should listen. Laser should time Listen week. to
1: the overrated movies episode. The best compliment we got was that you're the only show who could talk about movies that are overrated without being cynical and dicks about Except it.
2: Except the Abraham Lincoln movie, which we immediately shit on. Oh, dude, fuck that movie. <laughs> Okay, I'm right. willing to accept. I gotta
1: free the slaves. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Are, are you talking do, about the, the yes. upcoming one? <laughs> and then Tommy Lee Jones. You were out. built for this time.
0: You're a great man. So much we have to stop this. And then they have a character just basically outright say slavery is right and it should continue. <laughs> I am the opposition.
1: I disagree. I speak for the trees.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: all right. Bye.